1: More than once, actually.
0: Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really?
2: Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win in town.
2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandsLots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 apps from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go! It's the two-time stellar award considered. Spin award nominated. You're listening to The Voice, The Voice, The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land, the Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go. Hey, what's good, family? This is Joe Kia, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me,
0: family. Let's go.
1: Great day everyone This is Dolores Williams And I want to personally invite you To Divine Connections Magazine 11th Anniversary
3: Expo Saturday, September 11th At Beyond Measure Ministries 904 East Main Street
4: In Hall River, North Carolina From 12 to 5 Gospel group, praise dance, vendors Fashion show, mind, school trucks Will be there And our special guest will be featured
3: Titus, Little Blair And the fantastic volunteers From Detroit, Michigan Get your ticket
4: now Only $12 Divine Connections Magazine
0: What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter, and we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays, conversations with Joe and Jay at 7.30 a.m. Tuesdays, victory over the waste of life with author Deanne LeBreen at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, Illuminating Word Ministries with Dr. Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sego at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with yours truly, The Salmon's Voice, by appointment only. Saturdays is Saturday's Refetch with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m. followed by the Locker Room with Coach D at 4 p.m. Sundays TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with the Familia. Catch all of TPV radio programming on Facebook Live at TVB Radio. Also, Live 365. Tune in and all of our podcast social media platforms. Walk with us in relationship, purpose, and promise. And let's go!
2: You never heard Christian radio quite like this. this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Radio Network.
3: Yo, what's up,
2: ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Titus Showers, and you are listening to the Summit Voice Radio Network with the one and only D-Summit as the amazing host. And I advise you to walk with me, my family. Let's go. It's your boy.
4: God bless you.
1: The Spin Award nominated Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine
2: Brown and Roberta Jones right now on on TPB Radio.
1: God And I don't want to give them second best I want God All I ever wanted was God Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want form of God I want God I wanna give him my second best I wanna die I I want want See I wanna live like and him treat, treat everybody and right, everybody right. I wanna look like and him life. Precious in his Help life. me to love, love, love I want All I ever wanted All I ever wanted <coughs>
2: Saturday's buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TVB Radio. Good afternoon, good
1: afternoon,
3: good afternoon. What did the songwriter say? She said, I want God. Amen. Well, I got something different to say than that songwriter. I got God. Amen. 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 I thank God for a made up mind to walk. Upright before the Almighty God I thank God that he's my Lord and he's my Savior I thank God that he opened up my blinded eyes and allowed me to see I thank God that he gave me a mind to serve the true and living God i served that other God he doesn't have any friends to benefit over there on his plan but his plan is always to bring death destruction and darkness into my was into my life but I thank God that now I serve the God of more than enough I was always short when I was on that other side I was riding a short bus on that other side but I get to own the bus company on this side amen 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 good afternoon to all of our listeners this afternoon good morning to our good afternoon to our panel hello sister Tracy from North Carolina how would you be today good morning and good afternoon to you all, <laughs> all you can say you North Carolina amen well, we got, old, we got old travel online today. I ain't no telling what state she in. As far as I, yesterday, she was in New Orleans. Where are you at today, Sister Roberta?
4: I'm in Hammond. Good
3: morning, good morning. <laughs> Hammond ain't going to never be the same. The queen is in town, everybody. So if you're listening from Hammond and you notice the sun is a little brighter and the weather is a little milder, it's because the queen has graced your, your city uh, in Hammond, Louisiana. Uh, Tiana had... Um, some things to do on today so she wasn't able to come. Uh, so Pastor Chris, you got to hold Colleen Texas down. Are you behaving yourself out there?
0: Nope. We're not,
1: (laughs) but we're ready to get in.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, uh, South Carolina is hot today, but yesterday was a index was 104. The day before 106, it's a mile 86. Last time I checked today, so we're holding it down in South Carolina. And, um, Girls, today we want to talk about love again, but you know what? There are some things that attack our love, and one of those things that attack our love is bitterness. I begin to ponder our love, and where, could we, where else could we go talking about love where we've talked about what love is? Maybe we need to draw attention to what love is not and how love does not behave. I've, I've, I've been one of those people who have operated in bitterness, and I've Been one of those people who've operated in the painful side of what I thought was love, which turned out it was nothing but lust. But I had that painful side where I I became afraid to release my love. So we look at at uh, Mark 11 and um, begin at the 24th verse. It says, "Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire." And we desire a lot, especially we as women. We want a lot for our lives. But one of the main things that we really do want when our heart is in the right place is that we serve God in an upright position. And not only do we serve him, but we go about our family to evangelize our family members. We don't want our family to die and go to hell. So we begin to, to try and exemplify a good Christian life before them. Amen. And so then it says, when you pray. And you know, when you find yourself in a place where I am right now, where my kids are uh, look like they taking dumb pills and and my grandkids look like they taking lazy pills and when you even find yourself in a position where your neighbors look like they uh, taking hate or hate hate or is that what they that they drink yeah, they' taking that and so you got all this opposition that's all I'm trying to say. Bree, you got all this opposition all around you and and my niece works, my sister and I we don't work, but my niece works, and so when you have these jobs and people come to work to try to figure out how not to work. Now, how they do that? Where they do that at? You come to work to figure out how not to do your job. And so as a, as a job, as people on job, uh, it's chaotic on the job. So it says when you pray, believe that you're going to receive. Uh, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So when we're praying, we have to operate in faith. We have to believe that what we're praying for, we're going to get it. Now, when you're praying, talking about love, when you're praying and you're operating and walking in the love that God has given us, that's a, that's a whole issue all by itself. But then you have to try to believe. Why, do, why does it say we need to believe, saints of God? Because there are going to be some things that are going to come against what we're operating and trying to do in God. And that's called opposition. And we have to learn how to persevere. And verse 25 says, and when you stand praying this is this is it sister tracy sister roberta and pastor chris when we stand praying we don't mind praying but this other part but i'm getting ready to to tell you now we sometimes have issues doing it because we feel justified in where we are it says forgive forgive little words but a big a big thing has to go on forgiving someone that has done you something It's not an easy thing to do, but it is not impossible. Sister Tracy, before I even try to finish this scripture, would you like to elaborate on being done wrong in the workplace, in the home, in the neighborhood, at the grocery store, in the gas line, when you've been done wrong and you've got to now pray. But God says before you do the praying, tree, forgive. Not an easy thing. want to speak on that for, for me today? Lord have mercy. He's a the, setup grief. A
1: cow, lady, the truth. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the grease is hot and the fish is ready to go in. Let me yeah, tell you. This is <laughs> a hot fried fish. Come on here, girl, and fry that fish for me. With, <laughs> it's so crazy because I literally, I am going through this right now. <laughs> um, two weeks ago, uh, there was something that happened on my job. And uh, people that I I thought we were okay, you know, worked with them all the time. I thought we were okay. But they chose to gather together to come against me and what I was doing in my position. So instantly, instantly, it's so amazing because God told me the attack was coming. I was sitting in my office about, Two weeks prior to that, and God told me the attack was coming. And I began to pray in the spirit, um, speaking in tongues, and I started uh, rejoicing in advance. You know how we talked about a couple weeks ago that the victory was already ours? So, How God, (laughs) you're sitting here talking about something on the radio, and then God says, well, let's see. If you can not only talk about it, but let's see if you can walk through it, if you can walk in it, if you can do the very thing that you're telling other people to do. So I had to stand on the words that I'm speaking on every day. So what I did was I began to call their names out and I said, Lord, forgive them. Wow. You forgive them. Because they don't know what they're doing. See, they don't know how special I am to you. They don't know that you favor me. They don't know that your hands of protection are around me. So, Lord, you forgive them. And some of these people are, so you know, they name the name of Christ and are supposed to be saints.
1: Um, and I
3: had to stand on the very thing that I was talking about. So. It's so interesting because <laughs> right after, you know how somebody uh, does something to you and they feel convicted and, and you know, and guilty, mm-hmm. but it's coming forth and saying, look, I'm sorry I did this or I said this or whatever. They kind of reach out to you to, to test your temperature, to see where you right, are, right. to see how you are going to respond. And guess what? I responded in love. I acted as if what they said had never taken place. Because no matter what ought you speak against me, I have a God that I have to answer to. I'm not going to be held accountable for what you did and what you said. Oh, but I will be held accountable for how I reacted and what went into my spirit and how I responded to what you did. So instantly God gave me a peace. Oh, I can't. It's like I felt his arms around me. He gave me a piece and he told me, don't worry about it. I got this. I called on my prayer partners. They said, don't worry about it. God has this. You're not even going to have to say a word. All you're going to have to do is continue to walk because the battle is already fought. So I felt secure in the very thing that I've been telling everyone else that we're supposed to feel free in. This is one thing that, God has shown me in the last couple weeks. We have to position ourselves. Listen to this: position ourselves to die to ourselves. Wow! Wow! We have to position ourselves to die to flesh and what I want to feel and what I want to do and what I want to say. We have to position ourselves to listen and be open and willing to receive what God is pouring out. We don't know when the test is coming because everything ain't sent from the devil. Some things are sent mm-hmm. from God to see, let's see how you're going to respond and how you're going to say and how you are going to glorify me. God wants to be seen in it. So in that, oh, yeah, in the workplace, (laughs) in the workplace, I still have to take the light of God with me. I have to show them that this ain't about me. This is about God. And everything that I do when I come to this place is about him. I don't work for the paycheck. I work because even in work, it's ministry. Amen. It's ministry. And people need to see the light of God shining through you so the forgiveness part yep I had to forgive and then you know I have to say I've got to be honest when you know the enemy tried to come in your head I'm like nope nope Lord I thank you for grace nope God I ain't going there you know I thank you you have to the Holy Spirit will quicken you and say don't you go there don't you go there Uh Uh (laughs) continue to forgive continue to love is that an easy thing it is when Uh you position yourself to be uh, obedient to God because you want to walk the way He wants you to walk in the flesh, and no, all that's not easy. That's that's not easy mm-hmm. at all. My flesh wants to strike back, but my wow. spirit man rises up big in me and says, "Come on, sis! For God you live, and for God you die." So that's mm. not it. We have to die. We have to die in the flesh in order to live big in the spirit. Wow. Well, according to your husband, I didn't say this, this is from Tyrone. You know he said your mama is Jesus' first cousin, so. First cousin, first cousin. (laughs) But, um, Sister Roberta, what say ye about this forgive before you pray? Yes, yes,
4: Teresa Teresa said it. Uh, uh, I mean beautifully. you know. One of the things while she was speaking is that uh, you have to remind your flesh. You know, yeah. you have to, you have to remind it because sometimes it forgets that uh, the scripture says that you've been crucified with Christ. So that means your flesh been crucified with Christ, and he says that yet you live, but not you live, but the, the spirit of God lives through you. The life you now live, you live by the Son of God who, who died for you. So in, 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 in wrecking your flesh, in other words, in telling your flesh that, that, you know what, I know you're feeling this, and I know you want to respond to this, but I have to let you remind you that you died. And and, and, and when something dead gets up, it stinks. So I don't want you thinking anymore i want this new phrasing to come through which is the spirit of God so that's that's one of the things that we have to constantly continually reminding ourselves that you know what you did you used to this this is, this is how you normally would have react to, to what's going on in a person hurting you but mm-hmm. of that, is that I have to uh guide to this and respond to uh, the way Jesus respond and his response was, Lord, you say, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Okay. They are clueless. They're clueless. So actually you're to have, you're, you're to uh, uh, have, I would say, pity on them because they're the ones in trouble. You're not. Right.
3: That's right. That's right. That's right. Pastor Chris, you seem like you've had some experience with having to, um, uh, forgive before you went to God in your prayers as well, and uh, you might have had some of the same struggles that I have. How, how do you fare, uh, Pastor Chris?
0: Well, if if, if we want honesty, uh, I think
1: we want you're on honesty. The wrong
0: show. No, I'm kidding. Um, see, <laughs> I think this is one of the biggest walls in our relationship with Christ. Forgiveness is a very selfless act. See, mm-hmm. when we don't want to do it, when our body feels like we don't want to, when somebody got on our last nerve, when we feel like we're about to go snap, throw the hot grease and grits, you name it. See, the problem is sometimes we have not with our own bitterness. And you wonder why we react in a defensive posture. See, sometimes we got to look in the mirror at ourselves. See, sometimes things happen to test where we are. Just like Sister Tracy said, it's not always the devil. The devil don't make you do everything. You choose to do stuff. See, he has to get permission in order to attack us see See, people forgot that see sometimes guys allow things to happen so we can be stronger in our relationship not thorough religion because see religion we know how to mask that up real good we know how to talk it down real good but see underneath all that we're still bitter and we still want to deal with the things with The way we want to deal with it Because in church I'm going to hug your neck I'm going to say praise God I'm going to say I'm blessing highly favor of God And as soon as you step out the door Uh oh We better call security Because we got a fight breaking yep. out in the, in the parking lot See th- this is the problem See once we understand that sometimes It's our issue That we must tame In order for us to be truly forgiven with each other, again, we got to look in the mirror. Because if we don't look in the mirror, guess what? It gets worse. And if we don't deal with it ourselves and know how to react to it, all we're going to do is make it worse instead of better. See, I don't want to get started. See, I promised the band I wouldn't get them all hyped up this week. So I'm going to take a bow on this one. So back. To you. So sometimes really what
3: we think is the enemy being evil in our life is God doing us a favor because that's the only way we can realize what we truly are made of if if right. he allows some things on our platform. Just like mm-hmm. some of us think we're sugar and we're really soft. Some of mm-hmm. us think we're sweet and kind and then he allows somebody to cut us off in the line, and we we come out like a war lion and some of us have even said, where would that come from? Mm-hmm. I remember Sister Roberta uh, uh, was with um, one of our dear sisters, and she said, I believe she said a cuss word, and mm-hmm. she, she screamed right away, ooh, where would that come from? And Sister Roberta said, out of you. <laughs> you remember that, Sister Roberta?
4: Oh, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Most of the time, the thing... The pressure when when pressure comes, regardless of how it comes, is pushing out what's in. It yeah. and the only thing can come out is what's inside of you. And that's why you have to remind it of this this is this is actually you. I mean it's you. This is you who want to cut somebody out. This is you who really hurting. You. You're not saying that, that the that this is not real. The pain is not real, the, the hurt is not real. This is real. But in reality, you know, as Christians, in reality, are we going to allow the God to live in us, or our flesh to rise up? Because actually, we have been buried with Christ, so we're dead. Are we going to allow the, the the flesh to get up, or are we going to allow the spirit, the spirit to reign? And in in walking, that's what we have to constantly remind ourselves and remembering of what 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 Jesus did. Because most of the time. The thing that we're upset about, we also did it to Christ. You know, we yeah. we did this, we did, and once we realized that, you know, what He forgave me, you know, and why should not I forgive this person? You know, right. God, give me the strength to forgive this person because you go through it. You know, you're like, hi, wait a minute, I'm seeing this again. Well, yes, you're seeing it because you know you know what you're seeing because you've done it. You mm. also, you're guilty of the same thing. And it's like, okay, but you know, it's a different when I do it to you versus mm-hmm. it's to me, you know. that's a difference in sowing and reaping.
3: Yes, it <laughs> sowing
4: is. A, sowing is all right, but that reaping, wait a minute. No, no, it's, no. No, no. I don't want it coming back. I sowed it. I threw it out there, but I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. it to come back.
1: You not know, this fast. You
4: know, no, no, not this fast. But when you sow you you sow a seed, but when you reap all the weeds and stuff that's in the dirt that you sowed, come back also. Nah, no, that's good.
3: good, good stuff. Yeah, that's bad. good, right there, sister. Yeah, all the weeds comes coming there.
1: Yes,
4: yes. But the the ground you sowed in, it had you know, because everything produces after its own kind. Because that dirt oh. has some 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 kinds in there, some seeds in it itself. So when I mm-hmm. threw my seed out there, I didn't realize the other seed that was already in the dirt that's multiplying and going to come back to me. Wow! And that's, and that's why it hurts so bad because wait a minute, I didn't I didn't do this. I didn't put no, that out there. I didn't put mm-hmm. it out there, but you put it in the soil that it was already in. Woo! Mm-hmm. And it came and it came back. So that's why it's important that we have to remind ourselves and and you know and that's one of the reasons why we have. These, these church hurts and all that because we're expecting things to go one way. You know, we're expecting okay. I come to Christ and I didn't my little dirt and all that stuff. Now I'm forgiven. I'm clean. I'm washed. You know, I'm in the blood and everything's white as snow. And but but no no no. There's some other there's some things that even you're forgiven. You're white as snow, but that feel you 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 sowed in that heart. You got to harvest it now. You mm. got to pick this stuff. This stuff got to be picked. And who's going to pick it? You have to pick it, but you have to pick it now, realizing that, okay, you know what, God, I'm picking this stuff, and I'm releasing it to you. I don't know anybody that ever did field work, but it ain't easy. No, it ain't easy
3: doing field work because it's hard, <laughs> it and it's hard work.
4: It's hard work. And you know what?
3: If you're going to produce, if you're going to get that harvest out of that field, you got to do the work. You got to put your work mm-hmm. in. You have to... Otherwise, them. your crop going to go to waste, and you going to plant and not
4: not pick. Right. And you, 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 and you, you, got, you know, you, you, you're pulling this out, and you, you, what you're doing, you, you know, you just don't, don't, uh, once, once you get a harvest, you just don't leave the, the dirt like it is. Now, once once you pull that harvest, now what you do, you get that dirt and stuff ready for a new harvest, but now the new harvest going to plant better seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that is good,
3: <laughs> yeah, that's good right there, and all of it is work no, all of it is a commitment and it's work because you 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 pull up you pull the 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 field you pick the field and you ain't done although you you did that part of the process, now you've got to prepare that field for the next year's crop.
4: And, and yes, because it, because you continue. It's a continual thing. You know, that's why he said, work out your soul salvation. you got to work mm-hmm. this fact out, not just yeah. today, but this is a new yep. life salvation. you got to work out from now on. You're going yep. to have to feel from glory to glory, from faith to faith, mm. because what we as believers, we're operating in what faith? We're producing faith. We, we want to produce the thing that's going to, Bring forth a new harvest, a better harvest. What the harvest mm-hmm. is the kingdom of God, and that's what we do. And that's why when 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 you're going through things, and and people are watching you go through, and they say, oh, they're gonna break, oh, they're gonna crack, oh, mm-hmm. they, gonna, and then you and then you show the love of, them. you show forth the Lord, you show forth God, you know, know otherwise we wouldn't really get
1: an
4: opportunity to show Him if
3: there was nothing, you know, going on in our lives. So we need those hard times in order to be able to showcase the person that delivered us. Mm. So in in the body of Christ, uh, we see some things that that are preventing us from from getting our breakthroughs and and getting our prayers answered. And as I analyze my own life and some of the things that had happened to me, what I found in me was, uh, a little girl hidden behind, uh, you'll never make it. You know, that doubt and unbelief, it was deep in me because the message was was repeatedly given to me. You will never achieve anything in life. You're not going anywhere in life. And so when you've had those messages given to you at an early age in, of your life, and then God comes to try to tell you you can do all things through Christ, that's a process. That's a process that has to take place because you, it's new information. It's new information. It's just like uh, coming out of prison and not being familiar with cell phones. You don't know what to do with a cell phone. You've been in prison for 35 years. When you went in, they had the uh dial-up. You come out, now they got, you can carry calling in your pocket. That's all new. So what do you feel like, Tree? When you look at the body... And what do you say holds us up in the body of Christ? Is it unforgiveness? Is it bitterness? What do you see hold, holding us back from moving forward in the things of God? I believe it's unforgiveness is one of them. What else do you see that we can address I, today? I, I really believe it's it's the lack of knowledge.
1: Um, okay. Kind of
3: piggybacking on what you said, um, if you are told young that you are not something or cannot achieve something, then that goes with you throughout life mm-hmm. until you come in contact with someone who teaches you something different. But the right wow. of it is teaching and being taught. It's, you oh, know, people, uh, uh, children don't come out hating it's a learned behavior. It's what they see. They emulate what they see in the environment that they are around. So I believe that what has most of the same stuff is a lack of knowledge. When we surround ourselves, you know, with people that um, – one of my mentors told me a long time ago – uh, to always surround yourself with people that have gone through what you are going through and okay. have overcome because in the overcoming is a lesson to be taught. So that's why the things you know, we say what you're going through has nothing to do with you, but you go through for other people so that mm. you can teach the lesson. So I really do believe that 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 is, is the hangup. So if 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 a child in the home is surrounded by um, love, if they're surrounded by um, uh, people that help to develop them, then that's something that is instilled in them. That's a, that's a seed planted, you know, that has room to grow. Um, regardless of what seed is planted, it grows. You know mm-hmm. that—that's what my mom was talking about. That is—that is so important. The seed is going to grow, and there's going to be a harvest from it. So, what do you? What type of harvest do you want? <sighs> do you want something positive or something negative? Wow. The, the root. So you can you can actually tell. tell. I, I believe that school teachers have that ability to be able to tell what kind of home. Those children come out of, uh, when they come into their classroom, depending on what they bring forward, don't you think? Absolutely. Uh, my sister Tammy uh, says the same thing. Um, I can even relate to uh, when I was raising my children uh, as a single parent, and the, um, the teachers were able to tell what was going on in my kids by, you know, I mean, what was going on in my house by what they saw. Uh in the mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, when you were talking about um education, that uh that struck a nerve with me because um a lot of that like we say, the behaviors that we show forth because of what we've already been told and taught. Uh it's it's you have to relearn. You know, mm-hmm. you have to relearn all over again. But it's difficult season it's difficult because what happens if you teach me how to ride a bike incorrectly, and then now I've got to learn the correct way to do it, that's that's like a double struggle because I'm trying to learn something I don't know how to do, and I'm trying to unlearn what I was taught. So it becomes a struggle, but people who are put in place in the house of God to teach that are anointed and and appointed to do that uh, for us, and so that's that's crucial as well that we find mm-hmm. the right people for the job. A lot of people like to put their application in because it looks like it's a glamorous position, but teaching, teaching a person who has been taught wrong—that's that's a that's a gift. Mm-hmm. That's a gift. Uh, Sister Roberta, what mm-hmm. do you see holding us back uh, in the body?
4: One of the things, so, t- teaching—I its just some of it's just doing. Actually, just doing. You know, people people are being taught, and and there's there is no excuse for ignorance anymore because you have all kind of social media, you have all kind of uh, on everything that people can get information from. They have information, but using the information, doing.
1: That's good. Mhm. Mhm.
3: That is real good. That is so true. Because a lot of times that's our excuse uh, for not moving forward. I don't know, but you're right. We can't so, yeah, use that we, anymore because you can't you can't go anywhere
4: without learning something if it ain't number the wrong thing. Well, I, 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 for example, this week we we we're in a, a different state, and I'm here with my niece, and she wanted her hair done, she wanted her nails done, she wanted she's in a different state. She got on the phone and googled. She wanted makeup. She googled mm-hmm. and got the whole weekend. Everything she wanted, she got done. Just GPS and went where she wanted to go. So we have all this information. They can, I mean you have you can you can Google anything and also anything, forgiveness. Everything is on the website. Everything. You know, you can get all the information. We have a, a well of wealth. But mm-hmm. getting that wealth and doing what you're supposed to do with it. Now she could have had that information and not moved and she wouldn't have got her makeup nor her hair done. But she had everything. I'm like, Wow and it's the same thing with, 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 with us and God. You know, when we hear this information, how many times have we heard people talk about forgive? You know, how many times have we, have we heard forgive? How many times have we heard, you know, the right thing to do? When we sit in, 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 in church and we hear the word of God, we become responsible. And the pastor preaches and he, he prays and he asks God what to preach. God gives him the message. Now that's why the scripture said when you have ears hear. Everybody they have they have ears but they're not hearing with the spirit. So when you begin to hear with the spirit, you, you begin to act on what you what you hear and you begin to believe what you hear and faith comes. It's a matter of some of it that some of it is just they're not hearing. People are not hearing. And and it's not that it's not out there and not being talked oh, because he says that we're we're without excuse. We're without excuse. And we, and you know, and, and sometimes we get people, I mean, have you ever met a person just just wanted to stay where they are? Yeah. You know, they'll come to you for help, and they just literally, they wanted to stay where they were. You know, you give them the information, give them everything, and they, they you know, well, they still, well, you know, it's still, the, you know. Can you <laughs> oh, that's say, good right there. Can you continue to go with? You know, well, you know, this happened to me when I was six years old. Well, you're mm-hmm. six, six now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're six, to six now. So what we're gonna have to, what we have to do is, you know, is procrastinate and say, okay, you know what? I'm ready to be free. I'm ready to walk. Well, you know what? The, what the woman said. I want God. Mm-hmm. I don't want this. I want God. So I can't have God and this. Mm-hmm. so since like you know since I'm enjoying this i uh this keeps me uh you know nobody want to come out their that comfort zone that's true you know I'm, I'm comfortable here, so i yeah, I here. know how to handle
3: myself here, but coming over there yeah. to that new area, I got to be responsible, and I love you, I know I love that word responsibility, nobody wants to take responsibility for their own sake. Yeah. I want Tracy to do it for me that way, yeah. if it doesn't work. Why aren't you successful? Tracy did it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know,
3: that that right there is good. Um, me and my mom was recently praying for um, a friend of mine who was going through some stuff. And every time, you know, she goes through, you and your mom pray for me. You and your mom pray for me. And my mom said something that was so um, powerful. She said, yeah, but she has to do the work, too. You can't rely on, you know, my prayers you got to do some work and the bible clearly says you know faith without works is dead you can't just right. be uh, I, I believe in your prayer and you can get a prayer past the ceiling you know mm-hmm. so, yeah, i want you to pray for me but what are you doing what work are you right. putting in to That's develop good. yourself so you know, what mom says is true we we make every excuse you know in the world and and another thing we want to do Is be the few Christians where we go to church on Sunday, we get the word, and I'm covered for the week. No, sis, no. It's a whole lot more that goes into it. You're not going to get to heaven based on what the pastor preached from the pulpit. You're going to get to heaven by the works that you did.
1: What did you
3: do? Because, right, by God, what did you do to build the body of Christ? 'Cause you're right, the pastor's not gonna always be there with you when you're standing in need of something. Sometimes you're there by yourself. It's in the midnight hour. What you gonna do in the midnight hour if you, if everything relied on the pastor? Yeah. The midnight hour, he in the bed asleep. It's
4: you and God. Yeah, but he has given he he the pastor's done what he's supposed to do. His job is to to give you the word. Your job is to take what he gives you and work the word. And apply it, that's right, and apply it, see if you don't work it and apply it, it's just just that words, but the word of work if you work it, you have to work the word, and every time you work the word, you increase your faith in trusting and believing God with what you heard, so then you you know faith comes by what herein, as you hear, as you as you work it, I and mean, when I say work it, as you do it, as you apply the word then faith can you you can grow you can continue to grow you know it's just like you cannot you cannot keep eating food and not grow <laughs> you're gonna grow yeah. if you Do eat grow. you're gonna grow and that's your spirit man. <laughs> your spirit <laughs> man will grow as you take the word and 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 when i say eat it i mean when the word of god comes comes and it and it comes to you you take it and you 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 study it, you search it, you apply it. When I mean I say apply, you keep quoting it, you keep speaking it. They come by here, you keep speaking it. You keep you know, right. how many people when their pastor teach go and search the scripture for themselves, study that scripture that week till they get to the next week. You know, how many people do that? But that's right. what they supposed to do. When he gives the word, we're supposed to take that word home. And and eat it. In other words, just like you, three meals a day. Start if they start doing that. Read that scripture that pastor preach three times a, three times a day. Just read it. Read it mm-hmm. all out loud. Take it like medicine, huh? Take it yes. Take it like medicine. It it feeding your spirit, man. So we don't, you know, we don't do that. So we get all the pastor. I'm not boring My it's not working. The pastor, no, you're not working.
3: Sister Roberta, can I, can I interject something right there? Um, a lot of times when we say that, in hindsight, is because we want it instantaneously. We don't, we don't mm-hmm. want to cook a full course meal. We just want a, a, a burger and fries through the dry thing. So mm-hmm. we go home and we read that scripture one time, and then we say, oh, no, this thing don't work. Mm-hmm. But I did my wrong as much as I got an opportunity to do it. And I know wrong worked because I worked it. You worked it. I kept doing wrong, and even like smoking cigarettes. When I first started smoking cigarettes, you know the first time you, you, you pick up that cigarette, you ain't going to learn how to inhale and, 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 and blow circles. I didn't learn all that in one day. I, mm-hmm. kept, I kept at it. That cigarette mm-hmm. gave me a headache the first day I did it. It made me swim in the head. But you know what? I wanted to smoke.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I wanted mm-hmm. to learn because I thought that looked so cool. Yeah. So what did I do? I go back to it again. So why is it when we come into the body of Christ, we try we try one scripture for 15 minutes? And if it doesn't work in 15 minutes, we'll pick up the Bible no more we
4: say it don't work.
1: It's uh. because we don't
4: want it. Exactly. I mean, if, 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 if people try that, because I know it works because I've done it. I would, you yeah. know, when Pastor, when Pastor, whatever he teach on, I go home and I keep reading it. And I keep reading, and the more I read it, the more I get. Even even the things that he said, plus what God, what the Holy Spirit gives to you. Uh
1: mm-hmm. huh. Mm-hmm.
4: And then you're you're increasing your faith, and you're increasing your knowledge of God. And then and then another thing you're doing when you come and and you're ready to receive. When the pastor comes the next week, you got, you're gonna pull on him to the place that he's gonna be. God got to give him more. Got to give him mm-hmm. more to feed you because you're pulling on his spirit. You're pulling on him. Mm-hmm. But he got to, you know, it, it's sad that the pastor got to gotta go through things and, and almost clean up the kitchen before he can even, even deliver the meal. <coughs> mm mm-hmm. oh. His job is now to deliver the meal. That's
1: coming from the, the, the chef part
3: of you right there. None of us said about that.
4: That's the chef in you. <laughs> he got to
1: do all got yeah, to clean this up the
4: kitchen before you can cook. He got a cleaner, mm. and all his job is to deliver the meal. Oh, mm. he's supposed to deliver the meal. You are supposed to be your job. You supposed to have all that ready when you get there. The table's supposed to be set. You ready? You hungry? When that when he when he, when he come with that with with his word on that pool, you you ready? Because you you ready to receive. But
3: well, brother, what about the ones of us in the church that's got our mouth closed? We're starving from malnutrition, and and the house even go so far to put the food on the fork and come to our mouth and make a... So you got
4: to act, act like an airplane. Ooh. And you kick in your mouth and your mouth still closed. What about them people? Yeah, mm-hmm. you, just, you, you know what? them There's nothing you can do for them. They just, you know, you can't. Unless he, unless he get a, uh, what's it? He got to go and get a. An
1: IV. An IV,
4: a a He got to get Just because you see a multitude doesn't mean the growth is there. But You're you right. Know. Growth
3: growth occurs in the dark. Mm-hmm. You get up. You go to bed. You look at your plant, and you 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 can't sit up and watch a plant all day long and say I'm going to see when you grow. You can't see mm-hmm. it. But you you go to bed and you look at that plant real good before you go to bed. You go to bed and you get up the next morning and say, ooh, that plant grew last night. But you can't mm-hmm. see it. It's not something mm-hmm. we can watch.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
4: good. Yes, and I, I heard a, 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 a pastor said something one time. He was a pastor. And He said uh, he watched the pastor that only had a uh, handful of men, uh, people in his church. But one of the men, one of the men that came through his church, that 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 received salvation, changed. The world, he was—he became a massive evangelist. Well, God had him sitting there for that one, and his—wow. His fruit is coming. His fruit is coming. The one that he saved and went and saved all these, other, he got fruit from that also. Uh mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. not—it's not in the numbers, that, and that's something that we have to learn. It's not in the numbers.
1: Right. It's in
4: the message. It's in the message. What God has told you to do you know and i thought, i heard a preacher say
3: one time roberta that in mega churches they have they have lots of members but they can't move a they can't even move a napkin you know they they, they don't have faith they they're not they're not heavy duty christians as far as being able to operate by faith but you can go to that little that little back row church where five members and four of them ain't got no teeth and they can they can move mountains because they have
4: the relationship with God. They believe God. Well quite quite as a camp. A lot of them so so make a minister pastor, that's who they go talk to to get there. Is that that little <laughs> small that little small church or that small pastor and they listen to his sermon because it's genuine and it's pure.
1: Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. feed off of
4: they feed off of that. So we, you know, our our eyes, you know, we should focus on the
1: spirit
4: of God the, instead of the man of God. Mm-hmm. That's true. So
0: once we feel get your stomach hurt. See, cause see I, I'm, about to, I'm about to drop a bomb. I'm just waiting <laughs> for the right time to drop it. See, we there's another word that hinders people from opening their mouth to be fed it's called bitterness. It hardens your heart on the inside and your features mm-hmm. on the outside. See,
4: mm-hmm. it
0: also makes you look as if that you got it going on, but really it's contagious. See, there is a cure for having bitterness. See, bitterness causes unforgiveness, then causes anger, so how can you love when you have bitterness in your heart? That's one. Mm-hmm. We gotta find a cure mm-hmm. for bitterness. That's why it's mm-hmm. good for a pastor to have some insure or a protein shake on standby. Because <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. you might have to go overtime with some of these jokers. I'm just keeping it real. See, mm-hmm. see you must understand that the only cure for bitterness and anger uh-oh, here's the other word. It's called forgiveness. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. We on un- we un- shut it down just right there. See, bitterness is focused on what has been done to who? You. So mm-hmm. to break up bitterness, you must also be willing to look at what you have done to others. I said that earlier. Your task is to admit what your responsibilities in the matter or what you've done or who you've caused to hurt, confess your sin, and first mm-hmm. seek their forgiveness. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to seek somebody else's forgiveness. They're the ones who hurt me. But see, that's not what the word said. See, you must be willing to get the log out of your own eye prior to Mm -hmm. examining your neighbors. See, we're so quick to do an examination on somebody else's life, somebody else's walk and talk, but our eye is all messed up, and we still got sleeping cold all over it because we can't see straight ourselves. See, Mm -hmm. the examination process begins at home. We had almost 18 months to do an examination right here at home. But half of us ain't even do that. And you wonder why mm-hmm. we're going through another phase right now. See, start with yourself and seek God's help. That's what this whole key is about. You cannot be cured from bitterness or unforgiveness unless you help yourself. And here's another one, and I'm going to leave it alone. Confession. Of your own sin and repent for that sin must take place in your heart first so in order for you to walk in love through this pandemic in order for you to understand that bitterness is the root cause of all of our issues and we can spoon feed we can break dance we could do side tricks smoking mirrors I don't care how powerful your pastor is, but if you are built up with bitterness and anger and unforgiveness, guess what? It ain't nothing going to happen for you unless you look in the mirror yourself. And I'm going to drop the mic right there, and I'm done. Back to you. Well, it goes
3: back to what Sister Tracy said when we first started. It it comes with educating people about how, what, what we need to do in order to get past where we are. And a lot of times we don't find that teaching going on in the house because sometimes the teacher himself has the issue. So mm-hmm. take responsibility for your life. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you go to the author and the finisher of your faith, and you say, Lord, I realize I have an issue, and I, need, I don't know how to help myself. I need you to show me what to do. Again, we have to take responsibility for our own walk with God. And you are touched on the next part of that scripture, Pastor Chris, that says, um, if ye have an off, mm-hmm. That's another thing that, that prevents um, longevity in, in running this race that we're, we're this journey, uh, going on, this journey that we've gotten on, is, is these oughts that keep <laughs> tripping us up. And we find ourselves out of bounds, on the sideline. We go get to the person that's passing out that cup of water, and we camp out there because we can't go any further until we deal with this ceiling that we've hit. If you have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. So we're stuck right there because the stubbornness in us and the stupidity in us. Don't want to deal with forgiving somebody else and we'll hold ourselves in prison not forgiving my father who uh, has passed away took the life of my mother and it was uh, uh, two sisters involved with two brothers so the sister that ended up raising me she was married to my dad's biological brother and she was my mom's biological sister so she didn't tell me to hate my dad for, for taking my mother's life. But all of, the, all of the ingredients was there to make a cake. All you had to do is put it in the oven. So for 17 years, when my mother was killed, I went to live with her. For 17 years, I worked on pleasing her by hating my father. But for 17 years, inside of me was a longing to know my father. And to be his little girl. So it took my deathbed to break that. For me to realize that I had an art with my dad, that I needed to forgive my dad so I could be forgiven. And that's what I did. When I got on my bed of affliction and the doctors had did what they knew how to do, my mom uh, who raised me came to my hospital room and she said to me, Is there something... Uh, you need to get straight with God, she said, because this don't make no sense. You're not getting any better. When she left my room that day, I, I, I went to the Lord in prayer. And he told me that I needed to go and do the process of forgiving my father. So I called my dad. No, I didn't even call him. I just showed him at his house. And I told him I needed to forgive him. When I committed my heart to, to do that thing with God, I was able to get out of that hospital and go home. And I went to my dad and I forgave my dad. And I was in my dad's life when he passed away. And I spoke at his funeral. None of that could have taken place had it not been for God's mercy and grace working in my life to tell me what to do. Because no human being was doing that for me. No human being was telling me, Treat and Sister Bert, Bert and Sister Pastor Chris, no human being was saying, uh, it's good for you to forgive your daddy. Everybody kind of was like, "We understand if you hate your daddy; he took your mama." But that's not God's. Uh, that's not how God operates. So those arts hold us back too. So, Trish, you have any information on that? I um, I I I definitely uh, agree with that. Um, and you know, we as humans um, when someone does something to you to hurt you it's um, in our sinful nature you know fleshly nature to uh, as the young people say feel some type of way you know mm-hmm.
1: them. and <clears throat> and want to
3: be upset and want to um uh hold the grudge um mm-hmm. I think I told you- a couple of weeks ago, I was the queen of holding the grudge, um, and, and God had to truly deliver me from that. Um, <clears throat> because the thing is, most times people don't even realize what they are doing.
4: They're clueless.
3: Um, they're acting out of their natural menu, uh to do something to you or whatever. Um, so, so they're not they're not educated on the Consequences that come with their actions. Um, That's us as people, as humans. You know, we 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 don't really realize what that does to us because um, everything done in the natural, in the flesh, affects the spiritual. So you um,
4: actually you
3: put yourself in a situation where um, uh, holding, having an ought against somebody prevents or hinders your growth. And it gets to a point when you, you know, are educated on what God wants for you. It gets to a point where you're like, I don't want anything to hinder me. I don't want anything to stop me from getting closer to God. So let's deal with these things. Let's uproot, you know, the things um, that are in me, why do I feel the way that I feel? you know why is it so hard for me to forgive why can 't I get past this um, at the beginning of the show, my mom says something, we get stuck in certain places, even from childhood, you get stuck at you know what this person did or did not do for you and that person goes on because they may be ignorant to what they did you know not realizing the impact that it had on your life but they're free because they they don't know they keep going on but you're stuck you can't get past the damage that was done to you but that comes with growth you know i i have not always been uh where i am and i'm still learning and i'm still growing and i, I thank god for that that i'm not just at a place where I have arrived and I got this in the bag? Absolutely not. You know, every day, every single day, I'm learning more about me. And it's a process to get to the point where you're even open to
1: learn about Mm -hmm. me. So, yeah, um,
3: that that definitely, um, having an art, you know, with someone, um, it stifles your growth. And I think when we get to that point where we're like, um, I don't want to be stuck here, uh, Mm -hmm. you're a little more anxious, it it, kind of puts fire under your feet to want to move forward. How can I get beyond this? You know, once I'm educated, once I know, you know, then how can I get past this? And even in that, we have to realize that is a process, you know, because anytime we go to therapy, what happens is they go back to your childhood. And you may be going in there because you just hit uh the hammer just hit your nail and you trying to figure out where this thing coming from. You know where they go back to? Your childhood. They have to go to the root of it. Always to the root. To get to let let's talk from there and come forward, you know, to see where you are now. And usually the thing from the past is what has you Feeling the pain that you feel in the present, and most of the time, sister Tree, we don't even recognize the connection, do we? That that our past has to do with our present because we think we we buried that so deep that it can't it can't get up. Yep, yep. Not until someone it usually takes a different set of eyes to bring things to the forefront. Um, <clears throat> we have this thing at work call checks and balances. You know, uh one set of eyes, we call it fresh eyes. One set of eyes looks at it and I don't see that something is there. It, I I'm I'm blind to that thing that is so obvious to a fresh set of eyes.
1: That that's true
3: eyes comes in and they say, You don't see that right there and you like you've been looking at it for five days and you never saw it. Yep. So <laughs> that's I so true. that I I apply that, you know, even in my spiritual walk. It's so important to have accountability people in your life. People that I can go to and I can say, okay, X, Y, and Z happened. And they can say, because usually when X, Y, and Z happens, you're always pointing the finger at somebody else that did X, Y, and Z. But that set of fresh eyes, tells you well x y and z didn't do anything what you need to be focused on is a b and c which is usually what you did so it comes back to you the fresh eyes it's important to have uh i call them the checkers checkers in your life you know that can check you that you know that this person loves you so much that they can check you and show you you it's not about judgment it. It's it's coming from a place of love where they can show you where this is something you need to work on, this is something you need to go back and revisit. Wow, that's 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 amazing. Um, and and that fresh pair of eyes, I I just love that uh that scenario because you're right. I have been looking for something can up the house, and uh, somebody can walk in and say, "What you looking for? I'm looking for my glasses." <laughs> They're on your face, <laughs> <laughs> so you're absolutely yeah. right in what you're saying. Um, those those alt have hindered us, uh, Sister Rebecca. What have your, what has been your experience with the alt? With the art
4: uh, you know the the, the key that uh, the scripture you read it says when you have an alt, you know you you when you remember when it's, you know it might be twenty. 20 years and there's something that brings it back up and it's called remembers. It's called, you, you, you remember, and it's called the Holy spirit, bring it back to your remembers, uh What you need to deal with right now before it might've not been time to deal with it, but now it's time to deal with it. And, and, and something stirs up to, to bring it to surface again. You know, it's so buried it so deep but something happens to bring it to surface. Now it's time to deal with it. So now it's time for you to say, okay, you know, this happened 20 years. You know, the, the, the example you gave a, as your father and that illness made that surface. It brought it back to when your mother said that, you know, you, you 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 have something you need to deal with. So that's that bringing it back, bringing it up, you know, making the surface come come back. And that's the time that, you know god allowed you to deal with it and and as an, as believers you know we know that that god orders our steps you know i mean it's, sometimes it's hard you talk to believers and they don't really believe that cuz they think they they can get up and do their own thing and when they want to how they want to but you know you're you god orders your steps he's in charge or whether we believe it or not and it's by the holy spirit the holy spirit job to bring back to convict, to correct, to, to, you know, and we need to allow him to do it in our lives and in others' lives. And and, and first, that art, that art is real. And you're like, whoa, you know, that flesh want to, that flesh, flesh like to fight, flesh like to get back, the flesh like to retaliate cause, you know, you do something to that flesh, it's like, okay, you did, that. I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you. But then the spirit man comes up and say, What? no 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 this is and that's what god trying to get us to walk in the spirit that we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh
0: that's
4: right the purpose for that we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh because we know the lust want to retaliate the, the i mean the flesh wants its way, because it's used to having its way, and you done told it is dead you gotta sit down you can't get up no more. You know, that's just like telling, you know, you tell a child, sit down. What's that child doing? First, jump up. That child want to jump up because that's that flesh. That flesh in us wants to rise. It wants to show us ahead. It wants to move. But he says that, you know, we won't fulfill that lust. Follow the spirit that you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Does it feel good to the flesh? No. Not at all. Not at all. The time it it's gonna be kicking and screaming. I need to tell it, because you know it's been times that you know I mean, when and God teaches. And this is a lifestyle. This is not a one time thing. This is a lifestyle, right, right? You know when things come up, you know, the, the two, you know. I always tell people this: two things are going to come. You're always going to get two reports. Now, which one you're going to believe? Oh. Which one you're going to take? as believers. Which one are we going to take? So, you know, we always, you know, on the bus, on the bus, you go to a bus, you know, you get a kid. What's the first thing he runs? He runs to the dessert. Mhm. Because he don't understand that the, you need those vegetables to grow.
3: Right. Right.
4: And that's mm-hmm. why he has a
3: parent. And, and too many times, children are parenting the adult.
4: Exactly. So that's the that way spirit is there to be that parent for us. We wanna to run to the dessert mm. we don't want we don't wanna go over here to the this vegetable uh of, of forgiveness this best vegetables of, of not being bitter uh of being angry we don't want that we don't want that vegetable that's gonna taste good it just don't taste good you know mm-hmm. i want to treat that dessert sweet and it's good
1: you know that that', yep.
4: that, that cake that carrot cake that pudding you know this good you know. But what is gonna do for me on his side, though? Hmm.
1: That's
4: so true. But the vegetables gonna, the vegetables was gonna help me grow and develop. <laughs> These are the things that develop us, you know. That, that unforgiveness. you lift for years Ooh, that, I gotta raise that up. You forgive, forgive. If you want to build that mercy, if you want to be strong make go of bitterness. How do I make go of bitterness? I got to, I got to choose to say, you know what? I got to let this thing go. And and most of the bitterness that we hold on to, we don't have to. But it, you know, it's it, it's that security blanket. This is not so. A lot of our problems are
3: self-inflicted because we don't want to do the process that's been put in place to secure to secure our success. So uh, we want to we want to like, do what we call a shortcut because yep. we've gotten on the scene and we feel like there's another way to do this, it. but it is it's, it's another way, but it's a God's way. Come on,
4: I I, <laughs> I was wor- I'm reminded of a I was working with a, a next to a guy every day at work. I worked with, every, and he would not talk to nobody. He would speak, and so you know I got the attitude. You don't speak, I'm not speaking.
1: Mm. So.
4: One day, I said, you know what? I'm not going to be working with you like this, and you don't talk. Look, we're going to talk. You got to say something. I don't care if you just say, uh, you're going to talk to me, you know? And I started talking to him, and I and I asked him one day, I said, why you don't talk? Why you don't want to talk? He said, you don't talk to me? What? You don't talk, but he waiting on me, I'm waiting on him. Wow. So, you know, when we start doing what we are supposed to do, it open doors up. It does. It, it does. It opens things up. You know, you know, uh uh the incident that, that we dealt with uh Brown last week, you know. Right. He, you know, right. he, uh, talked about you know, it ain't on it ain't on you you hey, how you doing? You know, I don't mm-hmm. you, you keep on moving. You keep on moving and you watch God do the work
3: because God's going to do it. And And you you said it right. It's not an easy thing to do because you got a war going on inside of you. And I got so mad at myself. I was like, why don't you shut up already? Why do you keep talking? Why do you keep trying to make amends and it's not being reciprocated and just leave it alone? And I could not shut up. How you doing? Do you want some of this? (laughs) Wait a minute. But it's God though. And, And when God does the work, you stand on the other side when you've gotten through it and you're so glad that he kept yes. and was adamant with you to help you get through this thing. Like having a baby. I, I remember having one of my children and I got trouble pushing. And I didn't care what that doctor said. You can cut my ear if you want to. I ain't pushing no darn mo. And they sent somebody in there that was good for the job. And she came in there and she She looked at me, she said, you can do this. And when she said it, she believed it. And I began to believe it because she was operating with me out of faith in me. And she had confidence in me, which a lot of people didn't have. And she began to coach me. Sister Tree, she coached me through childbirth. And if it had not been for God dispatching that angel in that room, I don't know what would have happened. But that's what we need sometimes. We need a righteous coach. When the last time, uh, I like what Tree said a little while ago. She said uh, missed opportunities. How many missed opportunities are we passing by on a daily basis? And I've since God. I'm in, I'm in my house, and I got chills, and I ain't, uh, this is God. And how many missed opportunities are we passing by to be a righteous coach? That's an awesome calling. And we're flunking because we're still trying to be stuck on, woe is me. And God Mm -hmm. is saying, if you just do what I'm telling you to do, child, (laughs) you can get past it. Mm -hmm. As the folks said outside, girl, girl, if you just go on, you'll walk right out of this. First off, keep running. I see them shackles on your legs, boy. Keep running. You'll run right out of them. And, and you look back in hindsight you'd be like, excuse me, radio. Hey, what did I get out of that? <laughs> That's the kind of God we serve. But if we keep on concentrating on <laughs> they hurt me. <laughs> they did this to me, you ain't gonna never get nowhere because you're gonna stay stuck on stupid and as we brother say
4: you're gonna be popping and dry.
1: Hello.
4: So it's it's like Pastor Chris says that you know, the key to the key to it all, and he says it all the time, is relationship. Your relationship with God. You know, you develop that relationship with God and your relationship with others are gonna grow. Why? Because you're gonna obey God in your walk. And when you obey when you do what God says, nothing else matter. You have to say, okay, they don't understand. I'll right. i that you say hi. You didn't wave back. It's okay. So when I see you tomorrow, I'm going to wave that you did to say hi. And if you never say hi, it's okay because I'm going to do my part. Hey, how you doing? So your relationship with God is the key. You're, you know, I'm doing what yep. God wants me to do, what's pleasing to him. You know, and one of the things, Jesus always said, I came to please the Father. I want mm-hmm. to do what I what my father do i want to say what my father say i want you know his whole focus was on you know and he constantly he, you know it was constantly obstacles it was constantly roadblocks but he, the roadblocks because he had a relationship with the with the father he saw the roadblocks and so he just moved on and that's what we have to learn how to do is believe it. we move on we keep it going keep it keep moving we keep moving mm-hmm. you know we, mm-hmm. we you know we do we camping out crying, talking what they did to me. Oh, they hurt my thing. Oh, they trying to do this. They trying to
1: uh, huh? What? Yeah. <laughs> and it
4: know,
1: we no. it's so much bigger than
4: us, though. It's so much bigger than us. You can't you can't wear your feelings on your on on the outside. You got to be like a duck. Let that water hmm. roll off and keep on moving. Hmm. Keep on moving. Definitely.
3: That's good because if what we are doing is contingent on the person's response,
1: mm-hmm. then our motives
3: are wrong from the beginning. hmm Our motives are totally wrong. We're supposed to be doing it because it's right. Oh, and because good.
1: It's, the Lord.
3: it's not about their response. So even if with having a with a brother, if you go to him or her and you say. You know, I forgive you, and I ask you to forgive. If they don't, if they're not receptive, that that we talked about this a couple weeks ago, that has nothing to do with you. That's on Mm -hmm. them. You've done your part. So it can't Mm -hmm. be what we do can be contingent on a response from people. That's not what we're there for. And if so, that's a show. And we're not there for a show. We're there to live a righteous life unto God. Amen. Cause even when that that last part of that scripture teaching. says a lot, you guys. It says, "But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, for, which is in heaven, forgive you." That's a big mm-hmm. ticket item. That's like mm-hmm. that's like a decision to go make buy a car, a house. It for me to choose not to forgive you, knowing that that means I won't be forgiven by God. Wait a minute, hold on. How <laughs> you mm-hmm. say forgive, Lord? Give <laughs> me mm-hmm. another chance at this, because that's too much. Like, like I say a lot of times, what are we doing here? What, what are we gonna do? No, we we gotta forgive. I need help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You I need know, help. I'm willing, I'm willing. I'm willing. I'm willing to move forward. I'm willing to forgive because uh, I don't want to go to
4: hell. Amen. And I remember let God me, I told me one time. I didn't. I, you know, I was dealing with with forgiveness with somebody, and he was telling me forgive them, and I was like, I told God, I said, Well, they don't deserve it. You know what He told me? He said, neither did you. You don't (laughs) even. Neither did you. Neither did you. You didn't deserve my forgiveness, but I forgave you.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: So so my forgiveness is not on what I deserve. Right. What God did for me. And the other person's forgiveness is not on what they did. It's what you're willing to forgive because of what God did for you. Yes, yes hey uh guys uh I understand we have
3: callers and uh we definitely want to go to um go to our callers on today
1: yes ma'am
0: well, all right callers it's at time so we will read the last four digits of your phone number if you're just listening just say just listening or pass and we will go to the next caller first up thirteen fifty. Thirteen fifty, you are live on the air. God bless you.
3: Can you hear me? Thirteen fifty. I hear you, not you, Hey, 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 hey! Y'all are wide open. Y'all are wide open <laughs> on this topic. Um, so I, I got a little bit of a lot to say. Um, I know it's oxymoron. but um, just to help us out. Uh, you started off with Mark eleven twenty four, but however commas going on to this topic of forgiveness, you cannot start with 24 and not read 23. Twenty three yeah. no, Well, okay, since you're asking, thank you. We um, <laughs> read it for you to help us understand completely of how to really walk into this forgiveness theme. So it says here, for assuredly I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, forgiveness, anger, bitterness, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that these things he says will be done. He will have whatsoever he says. So a lot of times as Christians, as non-believers, we speak it, but our heart don't agree with what we said. So Uh-oh. once we begin to apply that knowledge of what is in our heart, then we're able to move forward and move on with the process. That's why when you're such a child and you remembering those scenes of childhood past, that as you begin to go into those adolescent years, adult years, and even geriatric years, you're still battling it because you're mouth it, but your heart didn't believe. So that's that's what stops the belief. That's what what (laughs) stops. But that is everything of what y'all said because without that application of applying it to your heart, Mm -hmm. then that's what God Mm -hmm. works on. I work on the heart of things. What is in Mm -hmm. your heart is what I want to fix. So now we need to ask God, give me open heart surgery. Now no. that I can go in and fulfill what you are calling me to do. That I can go and walk in this love. That I can go and walk in this forgiveness. That I can go and help that other one that was bitter. Help that other one that was angry for whatever it was. So God bless y'all. Thank you for opening this topic. Um continue to reach the world. Thank you, Doctor Jones. Thank you, Doctor Jones, professor Doctor Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> you know, band band down, band. So Chris, you the them change the diapers, and you think you're normal. Then they open their mouth, you be like, oh, "Go, <laughs> come on here now." Yeah
0: she, yeah, she had the band going. See, I tried to stop. Yeah. her she, she, had, she had the band going. See, we was being good. It's always somebody, always a caller or one uh-huh. of y'all that like to stick the band, that band in up. the corner and get us mm-hmm. all started. See, Sister Tammy, and we got the I
3: first call. Ain't long.
0: no telling yeah. what else we got. Uh oh Who we got up there, Pastor Chris.
1: <laughs> Next Lord caller. Seventy one
0: twenty two. Seventy one twenty two. You are live on the air. God bless you. <laughs> I, this is Jeanette. I'm just
3: listening. Thank you for calling uh, yes. for listening, Jeanette.
0: Thank you, thank you. Next caller, fifty one ninety eight. Fifty one. Ninety-eight. You are live on the air. God bless you.
3: 5198, would you like to speak today? Do you have your phone on mute? This is a new call. I've never seen this number.
0: All right, we'll put you back on mute. We appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. Next caller, 2985. 2985 we know who this is god bless you (laughs) god bless all
3: of you i've certainly been fed today the feast of the lord is going on this is a hot topic hot station righteous full of the things of god thank god for Mm -hmm. all of you thank god for patrice she said the main thing she was tested And tried, Mm -hmm. that Mm love in you is going to be tested and tried. I thought about Job's life, that righteous, upright man. He was tested and tried. And I thank God for those of us that are ready, those of us that heard the word, has the word in us, ready to do the word, humble, and yet have died to self or dying to self.
1: It's Mm a daily
3: walk. It's a daily walk. And everything comes back to what Pastor Chris always said, and you guys repeated it over and over on today. It's about your relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Lorraine asked a question. Minister Brown asked
1: the question.
3: What holds us back or what stops mm-hmm. us?
1: Mm-hmm. What can
3: you do that's right to move you forward without the true word of God and without the mm-hmm. spirit of God? It comes to nothing, and you stay stuck. But with the Spirit, there is freedom. With the Word, there is truth and knowledge. And thank God for wisdom. I Mm -hmm. I thank God and everything you guys can put on that buffet. It was there today. God bless you. Keep up the good work. work. I just love every one of you all for just speaking truth and allowing God to speak through you. That the flesh can rise up. God bless you. God bless you, bless you, Sister Ruby. Thank you for being one of our faithful and uh, true callers. Thank you. Oh, I love it. I'd be one have the fantastic <laughs> I wanted to say this. I didn't hear what you said because at the time you started talking, my phone just cut right off. And oh. I had a time getting back on this line. I don't know what Uh-oh. he said, but I know it must have been for me because I got cut right off. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can go back and refresh what that was, because I said, oh, Lord, I didn't hear what he said. <clears throat>
1: so I would yeah. love to hear
3: what Pastor Chris had to say right after Tracy shared her testimony when you guys was in the first portion, and then they called on you, Pastor Chris. He young, but he ain't that young. You might have you missed that one.
1: <laughs> I you. Can I really you remember Pastor it, Chris that I missed it?
3: Because he always no. leaves he always leaves wisdom in the words that he speaks. And he always leaves a thought for you to think on, to search your heart and find out where you are with the words he speaks. So I didn't wanna miss that. And and I missed that today, but I'm gonna believe God is gonna bring it back somewhere and somehow. God bless you yes, guys. Ma'am.
1: Yeah,
0: and uh, yeah, I usually let the spirit speak for me. So, cause if you leave it to me, I'ma mess it up. So, uh, I, I, you know, you probably gonna have to listen to the replay on Facebook. Cause <laughs> unless he brings it to me towards the Amen. end of the show, but just being yeah. honest. But God bless you. Thank you so much for calling.
3: Thank you for calling.
0: Next, next caller, 41. 41- 47, 41, 47. You are live on the air. God bless you. Hey, how you doing? Uh, just was going to say that the reason why people have trouble in the body of Christ is because relationship requires sacrifice. Jesus mm.
3: that
1: we would have
0: to uh, be willing to lose our life so people don't want to lose their life. They don't want to read and they don't want to read the scripture for themselves. They rely only mm-hmm. on what they Get from devotionals Or from a teacher or a pastor Instead of actually seeking God themselves So until
1: mm.
0: People choose to seek him for themselves Not just for his blessing Then the body won't be The body because you can't be a disciple Unless you learn from the teacher Have a blessed day
3: You Amen. too sir, that was good
0: That was truth right there Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we like to do Microwaves Faith what stuff, is. and we like <laughs> and to do our little. He said that too. Mm-hmm. Yep. our pride, arrogance, gets in the way mm. of our progress. Oh, yeah, that was stuff. good talk. All right, Woo. sixty 15, Sixty fifteen. You are live on the air. God bless you, Lu- Lucia Priest.
3: Just listening. Thank you amen. for listening, Sister Lucia. Love you much.
0: Amen. Amen. All right, next caller, we know who this is, 1221,
1: 1221, you are
3: live.
0: Oh, you are live. Get Pitbull. <laughs> Good afternoon. <laughs>
3: I am riding home, and first I'm going to start with my praise report. I went to that child's store ready for a fight, but not really because my mom prayed, and everything worked in my favor. They credited me back. For an item that I purchased that they sold the wrong thing. And I am super excited because that was going to set me back in my budget. But they credited the tile, and I got to repurchase what I needed. And it was the exact same total, dollar for dollar. I didn't spend a dime. So pretty excited about that. But I wanted to tell you guys, so I've been listening for a a good part of the show today. And for some of the companies that y'all have talked about, I've been able to just jump in and speak, and you know, felt like I had something to add. For this topic, I felt challenged more than I felt like I could add. This has caused me to really reflect on things that I needed to work on, and I I, I kind of hinted to that last week that I realized that I had forgiven quite a bit, but I still had quite a bit that needed to be forgiven. So I've worked over the last couple of weeks, and I I pondered and I had conversations with God about this whole topic. And I I kind of talked to God like I talked to family. I asked the question, like, Lord, why does it seem like what has been dealt to me started at a young age? And I've been constantly put in situations where I needed to be a forgiver for things that happened to me that should not have happened to me. And every time this, the story was the same, you need to forgive. But that hurt. Oh, but that hurt even a little bit more. And that hurt even a little bit more. And the story was still, you need to forgive. And I kept asking God, well, why do I have to forgive? Why is it always me? And Aunt Bert kind of alluded to it earlier where I said, well, I don't want to forgive. They don't for, They don't deserve my forgiveness. And it dawned on me that one of the reasons why forgiveness is so hard is because the process of forgiving is harder than the process of just staying angry. So in order for me to forgive, the steps that I need to take and how that feels for me is much harder than me just sitting here being mad and chasing blame and playing victim. I can remember a time when I was in the grocery store with my family. We were laughing, joking, and having what I would consider to be a good grocery store trip, and then I saw a person, and that fight in me that some of you are familiar with rose up, and I I, I tried to mask it because I had my son with me, but I obviously did a bad job because he checked in with me. Mom, what's wrong with you? What just happened? And I said, what are you talking about? You know, I tried to play it off. He said, what just happened? And I said, nothing. So we turned a couple of hours and he got in my face, and he said, What happened? And I said, I saw someone, it triggered me, it made me angry, I'm trying to deal. And he was like, well, you need to hurry up and deal with it. You can't let somebody else ruin your day. And what he did was repeat my words back to me and punch me in the face with him. And in that moment, I had to make a decision whether I was going to stay angry and, and set a bad example for my son, or if I was going to do the very thing that I had been telling him. For years and years and years, somebody can upset you, they can do what they want, but it's up to you to do the right thing. And I had to fix my confidence in that moment. My my whole mood had to be fixed in order to set the right example for my son. And I think about that and how hard it was in that one instance for me to fix my, my mood, my face, and to be able to leave that store and not allow what I saw to affect what was happening in that moment. And then I think about the last couple of weeks, how I've been triggered extra, extra. And I know it's because we're talking about unforgiveness on the show, and I know it's because we have to reveal the things that I need to work on. So all week long, I have been triggered. And I have had to do the very thing I challenged y'all to do last week, which is to remember Scripture, God told me this week, to whom much is given, much is required. You've been challenged all your life, but look around. To whom much is given, much is required. He also told me this week, in the midst of my triggers and being frustrated, to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. So, wow. That's what I'm doing. This week, as I experience my triggers. And I'm reminded of the people and the the situations that I need to forgive. And I have to keep putting myself in the right mind frame to deal with every one of those people that I have not forgiven. He kept telling me, to whom much is given, much is required. And to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. So that's what I leave you all with today. As we approach the end, I'm still using my scriptures and what I hear from the Lord to push me forward towards forgiveness. I also think that one of the things I did when I left home today headed to what for what I thought would be a hard thing. I thought they were not gonna give me my money back today in the store, and my mom prayed this week. And I'll tell you what happens when my mom prays. Her prayers go well beyond the ceiling. They go right to the ears of God. Now I already think that I'm God's favorite anyway because nine times out of 10, when I really go to Him and I have an issue, he irons it out for me real fast, so I have a, I know that I'm favored. That's not even a question. But when my mom prays, I don't even worry. So Mayo asked me, my husband, when I left this morning, you wearing combat boots? I said, no, babe, I'm wearing sandals. I'm not gonna have to fight this. Week. <laughs> he said, you seem pretty confident. I said, I am pretty confident. My mom prayed too. In addition to my prayer, my mom prayed, and my husband was like, oh, oh, okay, you have fun, babe. I don't need to go. Because he already know. We've had this conversation for years. So I'm just excited that, yes, I have to deal with my unforgiveness, but my obedience in this situation that's extremely hard for me is why I didn't have to worry today. And all my little coins came back because he favors me, and he likes it when we are obedient in the hard things. I'm done.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Amazing. Yeah.
0: Oh. See, see, I tried now, Chris, be, we might have to uh, let
3: that band go. I got to do my housekeeping uh, after we get through these callers, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't <laughs> know because this is the second time the band tried to get loose. See, Timball tried to come with the quarterback sneak, and mm-hmm. then the other one, Tammy, she lit the fire on the pallet. So mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. how long I can keep this band from at bay, but we got three more callers to get through. So
1: these calling. children are
3: out of control on the buffet today. You know what this feels like? I got to hear and say this. This feels like, you know how you take your children into the buffet and you got about five uh-huh. or six of them and they scatter on you and you're trying to round uh-huh. them up. These children is in the buffet. They got candy corn in their pocket. I don't know, Pastor Chris. I don't know. I don't know. Sister Roberta, they, do you hear i kill The ones that made us cry. That they, they gang member just got through. To, oh, I ain't supposed to say that on the radio. Okay, come on, come on, come on. Gosh, Chris, give us another call if I tell Tiana was a gang member and Tammy used to fight everybody have bleed. them lead. Come on, come on. <laughs> Next caller, 9264.
0: 9264, you are live on the air. God bless you.
3: 9264, you're welcome to speak. If you have your phone on mute, please unmute it. We'd love to hear what you have to say.
0: Going once, going twice Thank you so much for calling I'll put you back on mute Next caller 4042 4042, you are live on the air God bless you
3: I'm just listening on the call You guys are doing amazing
0: Thank you for the words Thank you for listening, God bless you Thank you so much for calling in Last caller 3410 (laughs) 10, you are live on the air. God bless you. Just
3: want to say thank you all for being real. Thank you for the words. And I can relate to what you are talking about. And it gives me an insight on my life as what I can do to improve myself in dealing with some issues in my life. So you guys just keep doing what you're doing and love you all. Thank Amen. you, Sister Margie. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for calling. All right, back to you. Sister Tracy, Sister Roberta, Pastor Chris, again, 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 again,
3: this has been an amazing time with you guys. I thank you all for coming uh, aboard every week, and we're just growing together. I, I see us. We came in with as some roses with some thorns on us and i see us every week god transforming even our own very lives and i see us becoming a bouquet and i just love it love it love it and those that are resisting the most of you are being such a blessing and and i'm i'm just blessed by your presence i want to do our housekeeping right quick because i want to always honor these ladies that are listening to us um i won't give their ages because you know, I'm, I'm 62, and I don't mind saying that, but sometimes people do have issues with giving their ages. But we have Alice Fields. We want to recognize her, Sister Dorothy Curry, her two caretakers, Shirley Allen and Sister Lucille Priester, uh, Sister Ella Priester, her two caretakers, Sister Leola Priester, Sister Josie Priester, Sister Leola Priester-Cowyer, that's her, her married name, and Sister earthily Lee Aaron, her uh, two caretakers, Sister Edna Moore and Sister Jeanette Pontoon, who from time to time will share her name, her and sister, um, Lucia. We love you to pieces. Uh, Hey guys, what I'm going to do, uh, sister Tracy, I'd like for you to give you a final uh, takeaway. Uh, uh, sister Tracy is sister to uh, Tammy. Roberta is mother to Tammy. Our, our girls, our children are, uh, growing up on us sister Tracy and it's just amazing to see God work in their lives. Um, So, Teresa, your final thoughts and your takeaway on today. Love to hear it. Amen. The the callers truly um, were a blessing. And uh, the young man who um, spoke was um, my cousin Todd. He he listens in from time to time. He's always texting me uh, saying, hey, this this, is another. I'm like, look, you speak up at the end of the day. And I thank him for that. I thank him for just uh given those those uh golden nuggets you know sometimes mm-hmm. um, we have things in us <laughs> and uh, when we share with other people it's so freeing and it's um it's wonderful to see men in the body of christ you know contributing to the growth so i I'm, I'm thankful for that, but I just want to say today was truly a blessing. I'm I'm always blessed when I come on here, um, and you know I I my sole desire is to please God, and I want to be more like Him. Um, I was sharing with my mother yesterday. I want people to see the God in me and be attracted to the God in me. So whatever That's those good. things in me that are not like God, Lord, remove them. You know, I don't want to be upset with people. I don't want to hurt people. Um, I want to be able to show God's love. Um, it's truly a process. Um, it's I'm, I'm a giver by nature. I'm a nurturer by nature. So I want to always try to help people come up um, to develop them, you know. And uh, a part of that is being a farmer. And that's what God gave me when uh, my mom was talking about sowing seeds and that we get back, you know, uh, what we give out. And, and the Holy Spirit just led me to look up, you know, what is a farmer or the purpose for a farmer. And the purpose for a farmer is to produce a good crop. And then they are responsible for the crops and for helping Others, so feeding people with the crop, and when we apply that to our lives, we're farmers. What are you doing in your field? What are you? Who are you affecting in your field? And the crops and the seeds that you, the seeds that you are sowing, is that going to produce good fruit? Is it going to help people grow, or is it going to produce something that is going to kill? You know, that's not what we want. We we want to pluck up the weeds. Um, and we want to cultivate the land so that the field is good ground. So we have to be, if there's anything that I want to um, share and, and to challenge people, as uh, Sister Tiana said for the week is, um, what are you planning in your field? And is God pleased, is God pleased with your farming? Amen. Thank you, Sister uh, Tracy. Um, You've said a, quite a few things on on the um, buffet. Served quite a few things on the buffet today that has really richly and blessed, blessed my life as well. And I'm just um, I'm just happy that we're all here together uh, serving this meal. Uh, Pastor Chris, what's your takeaway today? And um, uh, when you're done, we'll give it to Roberta. When she's done, you can, if we have time, you can go out with a song. But Pastor Chris, what's your takeaway on today?
0: Well, I'm going to make it short and sweet because we have to understand the bitter heart. If we have a if we have bitterness that's unresolved, unforgiveness, anger and resentment, the result of anger changing from an experience to a belief, it ends up becoming a part of who you are. If you do not allow the relationship with Christ to crack through your bitterness, And it'll carry you from year to year, stage to stage. Next thing you know, you old and bitter. Why would you put yourself through that situation? In order for you to be happy and older, get rid of the bitterness out of your life. Why would anyone come see grandmama and she always bitter. We all had one. <laughs> I had grandma too. Everything. She's so bitter. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. You know, oh boy. You this. Oh boy. That. See, it says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15, and I'm reading from the New Life Standard. Watch out that no bitter root of unbelief rises up among you. For whenever it springs up, many are corrupted by... It's poison. Look around. Do a self check. Constantly pull out those weeds, and you'll be fine in your relationship with Christ. And I'm done, Sister Roberta. You have the floor.
4: That was awesome. I my takeaway is. is for this, this week, I just challenge everyone to find one scripture, read it, study it, eat it, digest, just take it into heart and allow the spirit of God to move you this week with one scripture, just one scripture. That's my takeaway. I just think, I mean, everything's been said If we just. Marinate on what we've gotten today. I have been fed. I mean, I've had vegetables. I've had protein. I've had meat. I've had everything, dessert. And now Pastor Chris, he just summed it up with a great big glass of tea. Have a blessed week.
0: Amen. Well, We might as well dance it off. So here we go. We'll see you next Saturday. Get your praise break on. Let's go. This is Saturday's Buffett.
1: We love you. See you next Saturday. Somebody give God a praise. done. Give God a
0: no ordinary leap. Give God a no ordinary run. Give God a no ordinary jump. In order for you to see what you've never seen, you never see, you got to do something you never done. I dare you to give God a praise you never gave Him and watch God move in your life. Somebody put your hand together.
2: Central
1: Texas.
3: With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere.